Welcome to the Gear Garage Live Show. This weekly YouTube show covers whitewater rafting, river safety, oh God, I lost my paddle. gear, and anything else Zach feels like rambling on about. Well, happy Monday and welcome to the Gear Garage Live Show. <laughs> this show I do every week where I answer questions that have been submitted, talk about things I just feel like talking about. And if you have questions, please put them in the comment section below and I'll get your questions there. It's just like a time for me to, I don't know, be online, talk about things. You might be listening to this as a podcast. This is meant as a live YouTube show. We do take the recording and put it as a podcast. It should be on like Spotify and all the things. So if you're listening to the audio, awesome. It's really meant as a video podcast, but the audio is there if you're interested in listening. And I have a few questions I'm going to answer today, but the first thing I want to do is look at uh, Whitewater Guidebook, which is a website that we do. And just talk about some of the things that all the all the podcast, all the videos we do are here. There's there's a way you can subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, whatever. <laughs> there's also uh, under the Gear Garage tab. This is where you ask a question. And so if you have a question for the show, uh, that I know the message box is too small. Write your email, or write your message somewhere else, and cut and paste it into here. I'm working on making the message box bigger. It's harder than it sounds. There's also a forum. So if you want a quick answer to a question, uh, here's a place about some very specific things. If you want to ask a question on the forum, there's another way to have your questions answered. So with that, let's get started with the first question, which is about guide training. I had an amazing time on y'all's class three rowing school on the road this year. So my company, Northwest Rafting Company, offers training, and one of them is the class three rowing school. You guys are phenomenal. I'm so stoked to hear that. I'm so, so proud to work with all of them. Can you talk a bit about how you train them on interpersonal skills and how they learn to manage off the river time so well? I, I can try to talk about this. Um, I wouldn't say we train people on interpersonal skills. That's just a really hard thing to train on. Say, hey, let's have an hour about how to be more interpersonal. Like it just, it's, you can't. People are either enjoy people or they don't sort of. It's a, it's something we hire for. So we try to hire people who like talking to people. And, uh, and instead of training them on being more interpersonal, we just set the tone like this is what we expect. Like we're hiring people that like talking to people and enjoy uh, having a good time on the river. And uh, if you're going to work as a guide – this is sort of what it's about. Like, it's not just rowing a boat down the river and cooking cooking meals. A lot of guiding is hanging out in camp and enjoying people and taking them on hikes and playing games and having cool conversations. So it's more of like hiring. We hire those people and we set the expectation that that's what it means uh, to be a guide. So hopefully that answers the question. Uh, I wish I had a way to train people how to be on interpersonal skills. There's no... I don't, I don't think of, I, there's no specific training other than just here's the expectation and setting that example, uh, like, you know, the more experienced guides hopefully set that example on trips. All right. Next question. Teva has come out with a new water shoe. It is the outflow universal. I've used their other shoes in the past, which I really liked. All right. That's 
that's not a complete sentence, but we'll move on. These are sorry, I'm I'm sometimes I'm a little overzealous about grammar and complete sentences. These are a combination of the universal sandal and a shoe. I bought a pair and they are a great fit. What do you think? What do you think? I know you're big into shoes. Okay. Um, I like shoes. I think river shoes are important. I think that we want shoes that can grip, that are comfortable, and that can grip on the wet rocks. The number of times we're portaging on wet rocks or just lining a wrapped in wet rocks or just walking on wet rocks is large. And the most dangerous part of boating, I feel like, is the interaction between shore and the boat. And having good foot footwear is really important. So I think uh, shoe, having good shoes are really important. So let's see if I can find these. It's called the... Teva Outflow Universal. Let's see if you can look it up. Teva Outflow Universal. Okay, here we go. Did they look kind of cool? Yeah, those look cool. Um, interesting. My only hesitation, you know, back in the day, I had this, Teva's were like, what? what Everybody had. It's just what you, you got. And there was one called the Pterodactyl, which was my favorite Tiva. And it had really good grip on rocks. I don't feel like Tivas or Tevas, however you pronounce it, have really good. Oh, here we go. Shop outflow. Uh, I don't I don't feel like their soles are that good anymore. And I wish I had more information. These look, I mean, these look kind of cool. Uh, one of my concerns with shoe sandal combos is they create blisters a lot of them rub up against your feet i think feel like this is like an aqua sock almost that you can tighten down um looks like a nice sole uh it's vegan which is a huge bonus i'm so glad these are vegan and recycled so they're they're properly woke uh let's just see what it says about the uh recycled 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 uh treated with life natural a peppermint based anti-odor treatment man Recycled mesh, best for day hikes, water activities. It doesn't say anything about the, the soul that has me super inspired. There's nothing here that says like super grippy on rock. I would on wet rock. I would love to know that. Um, they come in cool colors. Um, so yeah, these look pretty cool. Again, my only hesitation is do they grip to wet rock? And when I see it says uh 30% recycled rubber outsole provides durability and traction. Well, they say they provide traction. Um, but that's all there is. So I'd love to know more about how the well they grip the rock. Which, I, if it said like Vibram Soul or Five Ten Rubber or something awesome, I'd be really stoked on them. But yeah, those are cool. I'm not gonna buy a pair, but if everybody started wearing them and we're raving about them, I think about it. Okay. <clears throat> Next question. Okay, I gotta make this one big. It's a lot of words. Um, love the show and hoping to try and, and not be a fair weather weather boater this off season, but I don't have any experience boating in the winter. Is there a checklist or process you go through that is different for cold weather boating? Um, I, I think there's no checklist, but for cold weather boating, if you if you're dressed appropriately, it's gonna be great. It should be great. So it means dry suit, fleece underneath. I wear wool socks, nice shoes. That aren't too constrictive. So, like, if you're wearing a dry suit and you're at a size 10, you probably want a size 10 and a half shoe. So you can like almost a separate pair of shoes for your for winter boating. 
Uh, if they're too tight on your feet, blood doesn't move around. But if you have a dry suit, uh, good helmet that maybe has some some like the uh, I don't have it here, but has the uh, some insulation and fleece, it's actually not bad. You don't get that cold. If you have a hand, your hands get cold. Get some gloves if you're rafting or kayaking pogies. It really isn't that bad. Um, but other things I think about are like what if what if somebody gets really cold and or an emergency. So. I'm actually right now working on a new episode of Gear Garage about cold weather boating or not cold about the bag I bring when it's cold. And so I have this stuff available. I bring a headlamp when in winter boating, it gets dark at like, it gets dark at like five right now. And so you can get caught out way easier overnight. So this is like a little pencil emergency headlamp that I bring definitely some sort of light. I've had to hike out of multiple trips at night and having a light makes a massive difference. Um, I think having like a little emergency thermal blanket like this, these things are just nice to have in case somebody's super cold, you can warm them up. And some way to create a fire if you need to. Even if you're like half a mile from a road, if somebody takes a bad swim and they're really cold, the ability to create a fire could change things. So having like a little, I have this little lighter thing. It's like a little butane torch that can help start a fire. And these little strikeable fire starters. This is basically like a match. And you just... You like hit it on. There's a little well, on the side. This box has a little thing. You just go and this thing lights and then it burns this. And there's some longer ones. There's something like this long and it helps start a fire. So I'm, you know, just in case you need to warm somebody up in an emergency, having some way to start a fire and starting a fire in the winter is really hard. It's you need things like like a little big lighter is not going to do it. You need a little you need some butane lighter at a minimum and some of these to help get it going so i would say just like the quick thoughts or some stuff i have here uh just some like emergency supplies maybe some extra food little hand warmers that like i wouldn't use them all the time because it's expensive but the little things you break open and they can heat your hands i think they're nice to have so um those are some just things i think about in my kit that's different for summer trips right, let's go back and read the rest of this or just tips for how to layer for optimal comfort that you've learned over the years. Your show's been, oh, thanks for the nice words. So, um, yeah, I mean, I really like wool. I'm a huge fan. Fleece is great too. Wool doesn't smell. And if you're boating in the winter a lot, your stuff gets really smelly. Uh, wool doesn't actually doesn't burn too. So if you get close, too close to a fire on, on an overnight, it doesn't – if you like try to, you know, if you dry your fleece next to a fire, you got to be really careful it doesn't melt. Or if it's wool, it probably won't melt which is great uh so like i'll wear like a thin thin layer um, on the top and then those full body suits so immersion research makes this these things are really sweet let me see how i get back to here but immersion researchers website they make a really cool like full body suit which i think is really nice under a dry suit See if we can find it here. Base layers. Let's see. Oh, that's oh, like these things right here. These union suits. Just these one-piece suits are really nice. So, like, I'll wear a thin wool, and this is fleece. This isn't wool, but I'll wear like a thin, thin wool top. And this over the top of that, and I'll stay really warm. If it's super cold, like really, really cold, like icicles on your helmet, cold, I'll put like a thin puffy under my dry suit. But it's hard to move around with a thin puffy. So I don't usually do that. 
hopefully answer that question. We have some comments, so we'll see what everybody says. One of the toughest things for me was not layering my feet, not over layering my feet. Hmm. Yeah, I just wear parable socks. Uh, I mean, the same sock, I, I love old socks. So the same socks I wear mountain biking or just day-to-day or boating are the same ones. If it's, I have thin ones and thick ones. If it's really cold, I'll wear the thick ones. Um, yeah, just wool socks and tennis shoes. Yeah, yeah, tennis shoes are great. Except going back to shoes, tennis shoes, like they don't have the best grip on wet rock or icy rock. Sometimes if it's really cold, it's icy. If it's really, really cold, it's icy. So I probably not going to wear tennis shoes, but like a, sock, like a wool sock, the booty that goes over the top, and then shove that in like a nice river shoe. Like those Tevas might be not bad. Could be the way to go. All right. And Heidi says there might be some black Friday deals on dry suits. Maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows what, what black Black Friday deals are that are out there? So that's the end of the questions. Before we finish up, again, if you do have questions, throw them in the comments right now. Otherwise, we'll finish this up. I want to talk about the Yeti bucket. I just did a video about this. Man, I I ordered one of these. I had a gift, gift certificate to Yeti. Uh, I'm like, do I really need a bucket? This thing is sweet. I just, if I'm going to have a bucket, I want it to be this bucket. I get that it's 40 bucks, but if you're going to own one bucket for the next 20 years, why not have it be this awesome Yeti bucket instead of just crappy buckets that fall apart and degrade and you throw away? This is, this is, I would say more environmentally friendly because it's just the one you're going to have for a long time. So I'm super stoked on this. And here we go. I, I already know there's, this is coming. You can buy a food grade bucket with a lid and seal and a handle for three bucks. You can. You totally can. Go buy your three dollar bucket. It's not going to last that long. You're going to get like four years out of it. This is a twenty year bucket, and it has the rubberized bottom. It sits really nicely on things. If you turn it upside down, I have no problem standing on it. I know you can buy buckets for three dollars or five dollars or whatever. I. I'm just stoked that Yeti makes stuff that is going to last a long time. Like if I want the best bucket in the business, I can buy it. If you are like, no, that's stupid. It's expensive. Uh, Yeti's ripping me off. Cool. Don't buy it. Buy your food grade buckets and buy a bunch of them. You know, I, as an outfitter, I own a lot of buckets. We have buckets for trash. We have buckets for hand washes. We have buckets for transferring food. I know how long buckets last because I have to buy buckets every few years. We have buckets for recycling. I have tons and tons of buckets and I watch them degrade over time and I throw buckets away every year. I'm pretty sure this bucket is not one I'm going to throw. And this is, this would last me easily 20 years versus me replacing buckets every four years. This is the equivalent of like five buckets, which I have to take the time to buy uh, you know, you have to go online, buy your three your three dollar food grade bucket, and you have to have it shipped to you. And it's shipping is expensive because it's a large thing. Uh, and uh, you know, getting buckets shipped, I usually buy like ten or fifteen buckets at a time. Shipping is not cheap on ten or fifteen buckets at a time because it's a massive, massive thing. I guess you go down to the hardware store, but then you get like the Ace Hardware logo on the side or the Home Depot logo on the side, which it's fine, I guess, but I don't know. I'm a big fan. And these tie-down things are just bomber. All these, you can probably you can see these holes. 
they're bombers. So again, I know a lot of you are not going to buy this bucket. You're going to say, Yeti stuff's too expensive. Why would I spend $40 in a bucket when I can buy one for $3 or $5? I get it. But this is an awesome Christmas present. So I know you won't buy it for yourself. I totally get it. I don't care. I don't get the commission from Yeti. I'm not affiliated with Yeti. I don't even have that much Yeti stuff. Um, I had a gift card, so I bought a Yeti chair and a bucket to like just because I was curious. Uh, I, I have a gift card because a Yeti product I bought was recalled. What was oh, it was that oh, those really cool soft coolers with the magnetic tops, but the magnets would fall off. Like the magnets, um, the little tiny magnets in there that that closed it. Uh, if you used it a lot and opened and closed it, eventually, and I saw this happen, these little tiny magnets would fall inside the cooler. And people were accidentally ingesting the magnets, which I thought was really stupid that somebody would accidentally eat a magnet. But when you see how many of them there are and how small they are, I was like, oh, I can actually see that falling into something in somebody. It's possible. And you don't want to eat a magnet. You, that's not something you want in your body. It's just a random magnet. So anyway, like they recall this like $300 um, soft-sided cooler that I loved. We used it on so many cool trips. And they're really, it was durable as bomber, but whatever. Um, and I, I got the chair and this thing. And I'm like, I'm pretty jazzed on it. So I know there's haters that think Yeti stuff's super expensive. Cool. Yeah, go buy your $3 buckets. Be perfectly happy. But I'm stoked. But if you have some, again, if you have some friend who's a boater and you can't think what to get them, everybody secretly wants this. Whether you talk smack about it or not, everybody secretly wants this bucket. Everybody's going to be super happy with it. And there's really cool colors. So it's 40 bucks. It's a great gift for a boating friend for Christmas or Hanukkah or their birthday or New Year's Day or Thanksgiving, whatever it is. So that's my thoughts about that bucket. Uh, and that's all I have for the show today. Uh, thank you, everybody, for watching. We'll do this. Uh, I'm back from Thanksgiving, and we'll do it the week after Thanksgiving on Tuesday. Submit questions if you have questions. And I hope you guys are getting out there winter boating. The rain hasn't quite come. There's a little blip of it a little bit. But um, oh, here we go. Here's some comments. Best bucket ever. Yeah. Love this bucket. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just embrace it. Be like, hey, I, have, I own a $40 bucket. So what? Like, it doesn't make you a bad person to own a $40 bucket. It is a great bucket. It's a very nice thing to have. Uh, but if you have comments, questions uh, for me and if, you know, when I get back in a week, I look forward to show a week from tomorrow. Thanks for uh, joining everyone.